Welcome to the Dream It Real Igniting Your Inner Coach podcast, where we're all about reconnecting you with your inner power. I am your host, Melissa Lynn Sharp. All the answers that you could ever want are inside of you. This is not about positivity, it's about presence. That's where your power lies. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I know that last episode was quite intense. It was very emotional, and I know that it touched a lot of people. Um, A lot of you reached out to me with feedback after that one. So thank you for all your support, and just thank you for being here. I really, really appreciate it. I know I've said it before, but I'm not going to stop saying it. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about habits. This is the crux of my coaching. This is what I do. Now, I have talked about my coaching before in a previous episode, and I mentioned that I'm a trained nutrition coach. And what I realized through that journey of getting my level two certification is how much I truly love working with mindset and habits. It's really the mindset surrounding the change and implementation of new habits and what it takes to overcome our obstacles and our resistance, which are quite often self-imposed or the result of traumas that we carry carry around with us. So today I want to give you the basics of what I present all my clients. This is the solid foundation that all my coaching is based on. And Really, this is all you need. If you implement what I'm teaching you today, then you can really change anything that you want to change in your life over time. And that's really all it takes. It takes focus and it takes consistency, time, and patience. Now, as long as you come back to those things and make sure you're giving it the consistency it needs, you're giving it the time, and you're allowing yourself to take the time and have the patience and you're not being hard on yourself, show yourself some self-compassion. That's another thing that is really, really crucial and that's another thing I teach all my clients as well. As long as you come back to this as a foundation, then you're golden. Just keep on going, keep implementing, and as long as you're focused on the end result and you know that you will get there eventually, then it makes the implementation a lot easier. So in some of my talks in the past, I've said something significant very passionately, and I want to go into that further because taken at face value, it's not true. If you put it into the context of implementing new habits and changing your life, basically, then it is true. And what I'm talking about is when I say that changing your habits changes who you are. Now, of course, That's only true to a certain degree. You're not going to change the core of who you are, who you are as a person and who you are as a creative human being here on this planet. Like that is not going to change. But what I do mean when I say this is that if you take new knowledge and you implement this knowledge in the form of creating a new habit, a new routine, um, if you're changing the direction of your life, if you take any new knowledge that you acquire and you use it enough that you become unconsciously competent in its use, and that means like 
consider how you tie your shoes in the morning. You don't have to think about tying your shoes. You don't have to think about how it's done, the technique. You just do it. It's integrated into your muscle memory. It's part of who you are. So if you if you practice new knowledge enough that it's actually integrated into your neurology, that is how you change who you are. That's how you change how you show up to the world, how you present. It's part of your energy. It's part of your being. That's what I mean when I say your habits can change who you are. Because if you are approaching a new habit, it's going to be tough at first. We all know that it's it's hard to implement brand new habits. It's hard to change. It's scary. There's so much discomfort involved. And let's face it, <laughs> it's harder to create good habits than it is to create the negative habits. I mean, it would be much easier for me to say, I'm going to eat a Snickers bar every single day while I sit on the couch and create that habit. That would be easier than getting up at 5 a.m. and going for a run every single day. Now, one is going to be immediately rewarding, and the other is going to be infinitely more rewarding. It just takes more time. So, so we can joke about it, but one is typically more difficult to create than the other. But it's this implementation of new habits that brings you to the goals that you're working towards that I find the most exciting. This is how you change your life. This is how you build your future. You are a creative being. You are a creator. And this is exactly how you can literally build your future. And yes, there are caveats along the way. Life will throw you curveballs, and that's just the way it is. I mean, that's if everything was a linear pathway towards success, there would be no excitement or spice or fun, really, because half the fun is getting there. And if you got there without having to overcome any hurdles at all, then it wouldn't be nearly as rewarding. You have to want to fight for your goals for this future that you see, for what you imagine your life could be. You have to want to fight for that. That just means that whatever you're envisioning has to be worth that fight. And that's all you're, you're telling life when you show up. My dreams are worth it and I'm going to fight for it. And when I get there, it's going to have been worth it. So back to habits. The foundation of changing your habits is really simple. And just like a lot of other things, Simplicity doesn't mean it's easy. <laughs> One of my favorite sayings is it takes a moment to learn and a lifetime to master. Now, it all begins with knowing for sure where you want to go and why. So what do you dream about? When you're daydreaming about what could possibly be in your life, what is that daydream about? What do you want to happen in your future, even if you don't believe it's possible, where do you want to go? What trajectory would you prefer to be on than the one you're on right now? If you're totally aligned with where you want to go right now, then awesome. But a lot of us aren't. So take as much time as you need and nail down what you want your future to be, exactly what it looks like. And it has to it doesn't have to be down to the tiniest detail. That's not what I'm talking about. But where do you want to be? What do you want to be doing for money? What do you want to be doing for, for work? Like what value do you want to be bringing to the world? And where do you want to live? Who are you with? What does it feel like? 
basically what lights your soul on fire. Once you have that vision solidified, I want you to ask yourself why exactly you want to be there. And this is another exercise I do with my clients as well. I figure out their core why. Because if we don't have a core why nailed down, their true reason for doing things that is aligned with their values, then they're not going to have as much power moving forward. Same goes for you. Know where you're going and then figure out why exactly it is that you want to go there in the first place. What is the driving force behind you wanting that direction in your life? Why do you want that future? It all starts with a dream, but figure out why. Now, when you think about that direction you're planning to go in, you probably have this myriad of things that need to be done along the way. You probably have this big to-do list in your mind. Like, I, this needs to be done, that needs to be done, that needs to be done. I don't even know how to get from there to there. So that seems impossible. And we have all these thoughts going through our minds. And especially when we think of our dreams, if we think of something that was previously, it seemed impossible to us, but it starts to become... But once your thoughts start to shift around that and you start thinking maybe this is possible, it's really easy to get super excited. Now, that's a great thing. Excitement is awesome. Passion is awesome. It keeps you motivated. But at the same time, it's in that excitement that it's really easy to bite off more than you can chew. And that is usually where overwhelm takes over. And once we feel overwhelmed we tend to slow down or stop completely. And that is when, unfortunately, a lot of self-deprecating thoughts can start to occur with a lot of people. Things start to feel impossible again. You think, why does everyone else have success but me? What's wrong with me? What's special about everyone else that I don't have? What am I lacking? How come I'm weak where others are strong? If any of these thoughts resonate with you, Know that that is not your identity. You can move towards where you want to go, but this pattern has to be broken. And the more you practice this pattern, the more ingrained it becomes and the more habitual and the more subconsciously it happens. So become aware of that pattern. Know that it's not you and know that it can be broken. And please know that there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing about you that needs to be fixed. There's nothing about you that's accidental. You're meant to be here, and you have just as much power as any other human being on this planet, I can promise you. Victim mode is a very hard place to leave, but if you find yourself dabbling in it or fully consumed by it, please take the steps to move forward and take your power back. And that's what this is all about. That's what my coaching is all about, is teaching you to be your own coach because we're taught to look outside of ourselves for the answer when all our strength is inside of us. That's where your power lies. It doesn't lie in anything external. It lies inside of you. And your habits and your mindset around those habits will bring that power out. You just have to give it time and you have to believe in yourself and you have to know that you're not lacking anything. So if you get overwhelmed and you find yourself in this self-sabotaging pattern, then there's one thing that I can suggest to start breaking that is to simplify. 
You have to simplify. If things aren't simple in your mind, you're just not going to move forward. Now, that doesn't mean you can't take on a lot. That's not what I'm saying. But you have to have the clarity in order to move forward. And once you have that and start moving forward bit by bit, then you start building momentum up again. And that's what I want to see happen. So right now, consider where you want to see yourself in a year. We're coming up to New Year's now. We're probably starting to have a few thoughts about things that we want to change in the new year, New Year's resolutions. We want to set this goal and that goal. So take into consideration what you want to change next year. Let's leave it at that. Say you want to get fitter. Say you want to live a healthier life. Say you want to feel better and just step into a healthier you. Now, a few things might have to change. Maybe you're going to start working out more. Maybe you're going to start working out, period. Maybe you're going to eat healthier. So let's focus on one of those aspects. What are you going to start with first? Let's say it's working out more. Now, that is not a next step. That has to be simplified. Do you have a gym membership? Do you want to go to the gym? What do you see yourself doing in order to get fitter? Do you want to join a soccer club? Do you want to join yoga? Decide what you want, and then what's the next step? What action do you have to take to make that a reality? Let's say it's sign up for that membership, and that can be starting now, it can be starting in January, but you have to make that membership a reality. So you go to a few different places, and you, find, you do your research, you find out which one you want to belong to, which one suits you the best, and then you do price comparisons. And if that still feels overwhelming to you, Break it down further. You're not going to decide where you want to buy your membership before doing some research. So make your next step sitting on your computer and just researching the places that you could possibly belong to. Just do basic research. The point of the exercise is that it's best to simplify and keep breaking things down until when you ask yourself how easy it is to take that next step, it's a 9 out of 10 at the very least. That's what I want you to shoot for. In whatever next action step you're choosing, I want you to ask yourself, how easy is this next action step going to be for me to take? Do I feel like it's a 9 out of 10? Do I feel like it's a 10 out of 10? Maybe it's a 7 out of 10, in which case, break it down further. Sometimes all it takes is getting that onto a list of things to do. I love lists. It it's like a massive brain dump. I'm not carrying around all these extra thoughts anymore. So sometimes getting that down onto a list is the first step. And that can combat overwhelm as well. So write it down in your list of things to do. Research studios. Once that's done, once you've researched, maybe you want to book a consult. Don't do them all at once. Do one at a time. Again, is this a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10? Whatever you're moving forward with, it should be a 9 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. If it's neither of those, break it down more. This really helps to cure that feeling of overwhelm and also that self-sabotage. Action cures fear. As soon as you're moving, a lot of what holds you in place will dissipate around you. And if you can create that habit of always moving forward, it's going to be a little bit easier each time you do it. And what you're cultivating here is the self-awareness of the patterns that you're taking over time. It's the patterns that hold you into place, and it's the patterns that you can create to move forward. That's what this is about, is self-awareness.
Now, if you once you've simplified, you always want to make sure that whatever action step you're taking is quantifiable. Now, when I'm working with my nutrition coaching clients, I place so much emphasis on measurements, not so much the scale, especially depending on their relationship with it, because that can be really touchy, but it has to be quantifiable. Our work together has to be quantifiable. So measurements are a great way to do that, because even if you think your body is not changing, that's how we see visually that it is, through measurements. So you can take this generic goal of weight loss and you make it quantifiable. Make sure whatever action step you're taking, it's quantifiable. I want you to be able to see that it's done. One of my habits that I implement daily is to get my greens in. Now normally I eat as many vegetables as I can, but I want to make sure that my green supplement is added to that because I really want that solid foundation of micronutrients. And instead of making a habit of getting as many greens as I can, it's a measurable action step of have I had my green smoothie today or have I not had my green smoothie today? It's black or white, there's no gray. You wanna make sure that everything that you do is either black or white. You have done it or you haven't done it. There's no 75%, there's no 50%, no halfway. Make sure it's measurable. When you make these action steps measurable, you're setting yourself up for success and you're actually holding yourself accountable along with it. That's really important. And this actually comes along with simplification. So as you simplify, you're gonna get into very specific steps, action steps. And these typically are quantifiable, they're typically measurable. So if you are kind of stuck at a place where it's still a little, it's feeling generic and you can't quite measure whether or not you've done it, then break it down further. And that one generic thing will become several smaller action steps. And then that entire thing will become quantifiable in itself. Now, the last thing is you're going to want to reevaluate. <laughs> It's too big a word for the amount of coffee I've had apparently today. <laughs> um, you're going to want to reevaluate where you're at continuously. So if you're feeling great and you're moving ahead consistently and you're taking action and you're regularly a 9 or a 10 out of 10 on the doability scale, if you're feeling good about things, then keep going. Be aware that you're feeling good about things. But if you start to fail, if you start to fall off that track of consistency, then reevaluate. Ask yourself again, what's the doability of this next action step? Does it have to be broken down more? And if it does, great. Maybe that next action step isn't completely aligned with the overall goal. So you're going to want to consistently ask yourself, is this in alignment with the direction that I want to take my life? Where do I see myself in the future? Is this aligned with that? Always ask yourself, am I still going where I want to go? If something starts to feel a little bit off, it's usually because things aren't exactly in alignment. And it's life telling you that you need to recalibrate a little bit, just like a GPS when you turn the wrong way and, it's, and it doesn't like it. You know, it's constantly telling you you're maybe going in the right direction, but you're going to take a longer time to get there. You're maybe not going the best way or the fastest way or the most streamlined way.
So if you're constantly evaluating how you feel about things, and this shows in your consistency, by the way, if you occasionally have off days, great, that's normal. But if it's continually a fight to get done what you need to get done and you're not feeling good about it and there's a lot of resistance involved, then you need to realign things. And sometimes we have to dial it back and we have to look at where we're going in the future and we're holding on to an older concept of what we thought we wanted. And we need to change the direction that we are taking completely. Say you're working towards a future of living in Hawaii, for example. Maybe that's something that you got so used to wanting that it's become no longer aligned with who you are. Sometimes we hold on to these concepts for so long that we forget that it's okay to change. It's okay to change what we want. We're not, nobody else is going to judge us on that. They're going to try, sure, but it doesn't matter. It's our goals. It's our life. It's our future. You go where you want. You pick your direction and nobody else should influence that negatively. They shouldn't hold you back. They shouldn't, shouldn't try to steer you away. So if you're holding yourself to an outdated dream or goal because you feel obligated or for whatever reason, maybe it's time to revisit that. So if things start to feel a little bit off, then take a look at the small things first. Keep it simple. And then slowly start to look at the big picture if that doesn't self-rectify. These three rules are the basics of changing your habits. And like I said, that's really all you need. Simplify, quantify, reevaluate. And as long as you know the direction that you're heading and why, you're always going to have that foundation to draw from. And it's been such a big topic recently. Like, how do you stay motivated? How do you always have so much motivation? You can't answer that question. It's not about motivation, guys. It's not. You're not always going to be motivated, so don't expect yourself to be. We're going to have really great days, and we're going to have shit days. You're going to have days where you're feeling anything but motivated. But know that it's okay to push through that. If you expect yourself to be motivated at all times, you're only going to be hard on yourself when you're not feeling it. So don't expect to be motivated all the time. Absolutely nobody on this planet is, I can guarantee it. But with these habits, what you're doing is you're creating a system for yourself. A system that stays in place so it's easier to get these habits done when you're not feeling motivated than it would be otherwise. So don't expect yourself to be motivated. But know that it's not always going to be the easiest thing to get these habits done. But as long as you fall back on these three rules, you're always going to be okay. And as long as you know the direction that you're taking and why, and always go back and revisit that, keep it in the forefront of your mind, and make sure that it's still aligned with who you are, that is how you create massive change in your life. That's how you take your power back. You don't need to rely on anybody else. Everything is inside of you. You are perfectly capable and I want you to remember that. Now, I do have an accountability program. It's my Facebook group called The Habitual Mind, and it's free to join. It's private. It's not just about accountability, but in sharing your stories, you're always going to know that you're not alone in the struggle. If you're having a hard time, when you see somebody else having a hard time too, you realize that you're not singled out. You're not excluded. Everybody has challenges especially when it comes to creating change. 
If this is something that interests you, by all means, you're totally welcome to join. I'd love to have you. Search The Habitual Mind on Facebook or go to dreamitreal.ca forward slash welcome and you'll see the link to the Habitual Mind program there. Now, if that doesn't interest you, if you'd prefer private coaching, then I do offer an email accountability program as well. Either way, I'm here for you and so are a lot of other people. I'm creating this community so we can all root for each other. Now, one last thing, if you're interested in making nutrition-specific changes, I am opening my Nutrition Insiders program for the new year at a hugely discounted price. You're not going to see this opportunity again. I can promise you that. It's a year-long, habits-based nutrition coaching program that you literally cannot beat. It's phenomenal. So if you're even remotely interested, stick around. I'll be giving you a lot more details in the near future. And feel free to reach out to me with any questions that you have as well. And that concludes this episode. Thank you so much for sticking around. I'll see you next week. Have a great day.